Hiya folks, welcome to the next edition of Serverless Crack with myself Dave Anderson. I'm technical fellow at Bizarre Voice and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Hi everyone, I'm Mark McCann, architect at Globalization Partners and author and contributor at the Serverless Edge. Hello, Michael O'Reilly, architect with Globalization Partners and contributor with the Serverless Edge. Good stuff. So today we figured we'd talk about event-driven architecture mm -hmm. and specifically um, there was an event on in London a few weeks ago called EDA Day. So I think I was lucky to have the privilege to attend, but it was um, organized by uh, GoTo and a lot of AWS contributors. And it was really about, um, it was kind of neat because it was one day focused on event-driven architectures. And it was a bit of an AWS slant and a serverless slant. I thought this was fascinating because um, it just shows the coming together of, of, of the 20 or 15 year old pattern of EDA plus serverless plus all the, the bigger services on top of that, like event bridge and step functions. Um, what do you guys think? There's definitely something in the air around event driven architecture. We've been talking about that for probably about 15 years. It's almost starting to become real. Yeah, I think the a lot of the barriers to entry are starting to be removed. There's a lot more um, friendly, developer friendly sort of services and capabilities that they can explore and experiment with. So the um, the feedback loop and the iteration cycles of hey, I want to try EDA is is quicker now, right? So you can fire up EventBridge, you can use SNS, SQS, you know, you can. You know, we've codified a lot of these patterns and some CDK patterns, and they're in serverless land. So I think they're they're a lot more approachable now than they ever were, and a lot more practical now than they ever were. So you can you can you know, rapidly experiment with them. So yeah, I think I think it's I think the 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 timing is perfect for for an EDA day and bring all that together. Yeah, I know. Like, I, I definitely feel I don't know if it's like a modern thing or but when you think about things like team topologies and how you organize around your domains and domain driven design, I think the industry's kind of come on a wee bit. And in recent years, it's it's easier to kind of it's easier to own an area of a platform, I'd say, in, in this space than it ever was, you know. And and then when you think about like, you know, how, how they how those sorts of teams should be set up and um, how they should interact and um, and how they should kind of move from one area to the other. I kind of feel like you know the EDAs. It's um, it's it's a it's a we can do that now because of the sort of the leveraging EDA and um, you know event driven approaches to organizational design and or you know product design as well. So I think it's I definitely think we're in a way better spot than we were a few years back in relation to that. No. Depending yeah, on I mean, you know, high-performing teams and loose coupling and you know um, building for rapid product delivery, right? It's it's a uh, you know, leader yeah. critical right now. So EDA fits the bill for that. So I mean, if you're interested in the day itself, we'll just Google um, it's go to who organise the the great conferences. You know, go to Amsterdam, go to Copenhagen, etc. So if you uh, Google go to EDA day, you'll see there's a bunch of stuff there. You can download slides and. Um, you're right, Mike. I mean, the, the thing, I mean, I remember us talking about this about 15 years ago. We think of people like um, Gregor Holp, who first wrote the pattern up EDA day. It's the first person I'd seen write it up. And Eric Evans talking about domain-driven design. I remember speaking to those people 15 years ago and it was like, this is a cool idea, but it'd be so hard to do. It's just, it was just, you needed like, a huge team to do it. Now you can spin these things up pretty, pretty quickly. And that leads to the day itself because Gregor Holp actually did the keynote talk and I think it was called um, 
I made everything loosely coupled. Doesn't my app fall apart? And he he's, he set the scene really well. I mean, Gregor is now an AWS enterprise strategist, and he talked about the whole event kind of landscape and all the complexities behind um, event driven and, and architectures. And he had this diagram called A calls B, and looked pretty simple. And then it's like the million things you need to think about when A calls B. So it's very a lot of really um, interesting stuff. And and he's not just like selling AWS, he's basically saying there's a million ways to do this, you've got to pick the right way. I mean, his, his, he's always a great way of, of talking about things. Yeah, I kind of feel like, um, you know, whenever we're kind of getting into the topics in the book and, you know, you're talking about like building momentum and next best action, you know, you've got to be able to kind of assemble these systems in a, in a composable fashion. And that, I mean, that definitely requires a lot of discipline. We kind of harp on a lot about well-architected and adopting kind of good design practices and um, you know, some of the talks we'll probably get on to later is maybe around like hardy do you know domain modeling and in, in, in this kind of way and but it's it's difficult and it, it definitely requires a certain degree of rigor. Um, even 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 earlier on today we were having conversations around eventing within the box and eventing across you know the box um internal external eventing. So there's there's a lot of engineering rigor and design kind of challenge there to do it right, but. Again, the whole notion of serverless, we're saying about rapid delivery is that you can embrace that and just move fast, you know, iterate rapidly, increment, you know, change, pivot, do whatever you need to do to kind of you know, work with it and that. But again, it's it all our respect to what we're talking about around engineering rigor and well architected. I think um, one of the big differentiators, I guess, now is that a lot of these things are codified and patterned now that are readily available. I know Gregor talked about it in his talk, but you have these composable building blocks that you can build upon you're not starting from first principles of, of yeah. event-driven architecture you're able to leverage these um, higher order building blocks to, to rapidly sort of um, build an event-driven architecture which is great yeah That's and the thing the thing was that the gregor put it really well he, he said there was almost like three there was three languages he called it like a cloud native serverless domain what he's really talking about you've got the business domain for how you talk about the business domain as, as a, a business person the eventing architecture, which you talk about as an architect, and then the cloud native area, which you talk about as a cloud engineer, which is all like, you know, so it's DDD, um, like all the uh, uh, event sort of framework, and then like CDK he talked about for the automational things. So having those three languages set, separate and how you talk and then bring them together at the end was was brilliant. He was, uh, it was a, a cracking talk to kind of kick it off. Awesome. And then, go ahead, sorry. I was just saying awesome. Uh, oh. I wish I could actually sit through Gregor's talk. I actually, just, oh, brilliant. Yeah, he's brilliant. And then uh, they did a whole bunch of stuff. Wrong. One of the neat things, we've mentioned it quickly, um, one of the, the developer advocates, a guy called Julian Wood, who's worth looking up on Twitter, definitely. Um, him and um, like it's Ben Smith and a few of them from Serverless Land put together this kind of demo called Serverless Espresso. I can never say it. Serverless Espresso. Where you can um, you can scan a barcode and there's a whole event-driven step function event bridge sequence that there's a barista stand there they like get the thing through and they make you a coffee so it looks sounds really simple but you can watch the whole thing happening so that's a great lab as well so if you look up AWS um, labs you'll see that service express and it's really well put together for this is how you build an event-driven architecture from the ground up I mean, that's the big thing isn't it that's the main difference is like you know. Even even five years ago, if you wanted to do something like that, you're like it's Kafka and or you know something something hefty and overpowered and you know completely unfit for what you're wanting to do or 
you know, some yeah. sort of queue, and then it's well, who owns the queue and who's going to run the queue, and you know, yeah. or the you know, so it's yeah, the, the pattern thing is so powerful. I think once people get their hands on that stuff, it's there's no there's no going back. Yeah, know? like in the, in the past, those things would have been cost prohibitive, and <laughs> developers would have run a, run a mile before they tried to fire that up in their own account. But I think with the the low cost serverless options now. You can probably do this. You can quickly do this, and you're not worried about running up a hundred and hundreds of dollars worth of anybody uh, else costs. Yeah, that's it. So another really good speaker was uh, Guy Ben Ellerby, um, and Ben's brilliant. Ben uh, worked in Theodore, and he's got his he's um um he's a an AWS serverless hero. So he's this thing about minimal viable migrations. A lot of people think event driven is like a greenfield thing. It's only a brand new thing. But he he had a great talk about you have an existing architecture and you're going to event-driven. So um, he talked about, you know, just doing a small part of your architecture kind of bit by bit. It's a nice incremental model. Yeah, I think his, his uh, article on uh, event bridge storming is uh, is essential reading for anyone trying to build out an event-driven architecture. I think it's taken what uh, uh, the event event storming sort of work from uh, uh, Brando. Uh, Alberto Brambolini and uh, and, uh, <laughs> so, and really really uh, adding that event bridge sort of uh, implementation detail to it is is a is a fantastic uh, blog post as well worth uh, checking out it as well. And Ben's got a crack in now the company he founded now with Theodore is called um, Helios where they do a lot of that the Alexa stuff so they're they're well worth a look. You see how they're getting on a lot of brilliant content there. Um, and then actually another guy called David Boyne, who's done a whole bunch of stuff. He's joined AWS now. He's done a whole bunch of stuff around kind of awesome event bridge. He's got a few open source projects. And he does a crack of talk around thinking event first, how they approach events, and around how to get your schemas right, and how do you really think about your domain model and lock them in from day one. So he's got a bunch of cracking tools as well, worth looking up his resource on awesome event bridge. Yeah, and the event catalog too, he created is awesome as well. And, um... Uh, there's a recent blog he came out with as well around this topic, wasn't there? It was all kind of domain-driven design and, and things like that I thought was great. And it's it's all in line with what you were just saying about Ben as well, you know, the whole event storming and creating your article about your, your bounded, creating your bounded context. And so, yeah, I mean, that would be, I think that would be really good um, content if you're in any way interested in this stuff. Well, one of the big advantages of um, not doing undifferentiated heavy lifting and, and, and leveraging as much AWS for many services as possible, they have a whole developer advocate community here building and you know documenting and doing workshops and tutorials that we can just leverage. So it's like we're coming across these problems in, 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 our, in our own context and we're able to see that you know, the likes of David is putting out stuff that's very relative and very relatable to what we are seeing internally. So it's um it's great that they're they're they're, they're continuing to invest in that developer advocacy community because it's it's been a great resource for us and the, the work that's done in serverless land as well has been, it's been awesome. fantastic, right? And you know what the best thing is, right? Um like you know we've all worked with lots and lots of software vendors in the past and usually the labs are like secret sauce. Yeah. You pay us lots of money, you can get access to the lab and it'll be great. And you can see the lab and it's the yeah. secret. These guys are all just sticking them online for nothing. It's like GitHub for free. You want the lab? There it is. Download it yourself. Do it yourself, please. Yeah. So it's uh, there's a great sort of democratization of all this information, which I think is brilliant. You don't need to be, you know, we're not all privileged enough to travel and get in big expensive training courses. Sometimes you just want yeah. to just grab something, have a look at it. Um, another great speaker was um, uh, uh, Marcia. Uh, Marcia um, Valaba, 
she's got a she has a lot of really brilliant content. She's one of the developer advocates as well with AWS. She's got a lot of cracking content on kind of good practices and getting started. I think she's a really nice way of explaining a lot of these concepts. Uh, one thing I'm always a bit nervous around about event-driven and domain-driven is people tend to get, people who are really good at it tend to get very complicated very quickly and lose everyone. But um, Marcy's super, a super way of, of, of bringing these concepts across and, and helping out just what I would call kind of normal teams, which is every team. Yeah. It looks like it was a good talk. Like, I mean, that's that's something we kind of try and coach in our engineers, you know, kind of backing up what you're saying, just around observability, being able to trace these things through... Um, you know, through their workflows and their life um, span. So it's, um, it sounds like it was a good one to watch. Yeah, and definitely check out our serverless, um, Freebar serverless channel on YouTube. Tons and tons and tons of really developer friendly and even beginner friendly and, and more advanced stuff and content. It's, it's a fantastic resource. It's um, one of my YouTube subscriptions that I, that I watch quite regularly. One of many. Very good. And then probably the last one to talk about is um, Lego. Um, I think they sponsored the event, but um, they had uh, two talks. But I thought uh, Sarah Hamilton is one of the software engineers, and she gave a, a really good talk about, you know, some of the more advanced techniques they're using. And they're, they have a whole event driven architecture. My friend um, um, Sheen Basalas was, was speaking as well, but they have a fantastic story, which is well worth hearing, about how they moved to an event driven service architecture. And it, it certainly um, it's it's a brilliant story to hear, and, and they they tell it really well. I thought Sarah did a, a brilliant talk on some of the more advanced stuff. And there's a there's a whole socio-technical element to this, to how you organize your teams and the attitude and stuff. And really is what I would call a core engineering competency and mindset, as opposed to just an architectural pattern. So yeah. I think Lego tell that story brilliantly. Yeah, one of the big, big things about Lego approach is it's very much um, based on user needs. And they're very good at articulating the need that they're trying to solve. And then what uh, pattern and what technology they're bringing to bear to solve it and exchange uh, blog and, and the Lego engineering blog has been great at sort of um, sharing their learnings which is, which is fantastic to see yeah I've gone yeah. through I've just skimming through the slides I haven't watched the talk yet but it sounds as if they're kind of doing it at scale as well so like there's they're streaming in kinesis and things like that and yeah. So scale. I've I've never managed to kind of get a good use case for Kinesis. You know, at the minute with a lot of my experiences kind of still around the, you know, SQSS and S, and we're just getting into event bridge and stuff now. So it's it's good to see that there's 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 teams out there kind of you know pushing this one along, and definitely it's good to see. Yeah, doing these it. things are hitting, these things are hitting massive scale. So I mean that 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 was actually their entry. Not they spoiled the talk, but that was their entry point scale. Right. It was a Black Friday event, but um, it's it's brilliant to hear how they kind of put all that together. Um, I think that's your thing too. I, mean, I don't know if Ben already kind of got into it, but like you find a lot of these sort of technologies and services, it does facilitate you kind of learning the trade a wee bit of EDA, you know, so you maybe start off basic and sort of just use basic SNS, SQS and then evolve into EventBridge. And then when, you, you know, when you're going up a, a next level, you can kind of learn about Kinesis and it all kind of supports that, you know, that, that evolution that, evolutionary architecture as well which is kind of another benefit of, of EDA so it's it's good to see you know different teams at different kind of periods in their, their evolution and kind of leveraging the tech in very different ways which is which is awesome so it's a really interesting topic I always think from from yesteryear um, the design you need to do for an EDA is the most difficult thing to get the design right and figure out some of those things but if you can get it working at a basic level 
if you build it yourself from the ground up, you'll get it working at a basic level, but then when you start to scale, you have to start to re-architect the thing on the fly. That's really, really difficult. But now with this more more kind of modern approach, you can spend your time on the design and when the scale comes, like you know, the tools will have it there for you. You'll still have to tweak a few things, but at least you know that event bridge isn't going to fall over with a wee bit of yeah. concurrency. You no, know, that the thing will probably scale faster than you can. So you're not going to, you wouldn't be stuck with that same thing if you were just hand cranking a load of um, messages flinging around. Like I've done that in the past, hand cranking message things. It's not, doesn't yeah. get pretty when you get scale. No, it certainly doesn't. You know, reliability is a big kind of topic in those event driven systems. And I think the low yeah. operational burden definitely gives you a bit more time to focus on reliability and quality, you know. Yeah, you don't want to be sitting worrying about the size of queues and buffers and all that stuff. <laughs> no, so, definitely not. No. Be <laughs> well, not. Sit up all night watching queues. Yeah. Um, then the, the, the event ended then with um, um, there was a panel with, with some of the product leaders from EventBridge, Step Functions, and, and MongoDB were there as well. Like I think it was one of the sponsors. So it was, which it, that was a really relaxed panel. And, um, Emily Shea, who's, who's been a while, she, she kind of was in that as well. Like she, I think she's um, go to market for serverless. And um, it was just a really relaxed chat. And like no one's pushing any tools, they're just kind of shooting the breeze about good practice and what's coming and stuff. So it was just, it was a nice um, kind of vibe, the event, just to talk about, it was almost like the evolution of event-driven architecture and that nice kind of tie-in with serverless. So I definitely think there's something in it. Um, I don't want to say serverless is becoming EDA or EDA is becoming serverless, but there's Ooh. serverless definitely enables EDA for sure. Yeah, there's huge synergies there. Absolutely. Definitely is. So I would take a look at um, GoTo and I think GoTo Play will have a lot of the videos. Definitely the website on, in the schedule. If you click in some of the, the the speakers, a lot of them have the slides there. But I think the actual talks are going to come out on the GoTo Play. I think it's a YouTube channel for the next couple of weeks. So look yeah, at the um, GoTo for doing that. So that's the crack with EDA. Um, thanks for listening and um, give us um, a follow on the Serverless Edge at. Um, Twitter, check out the blog at the serverstage.com and um thanks for watching. Thanks everyone. Thanks everybody.